0: Today is Tuesday, June 2nd, 2022, and records show a coordinated Arizona ballot collection scheme by a well-known Democrat operatives. What? They told us this never happened. Pundits declare Johnny Depp's victory over Amber Heard means the end of the Me Too movement. Hunter Biden's search history reveals he shared porn links with his father. Gross. And the Daily Wire's What is a Woman is a massive success. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Doctor and I told her what was coming and it was all through the day. So it wasn't just one shot. This was numerous pictures and, and uh, videos throughout the day. After Stalworth poket turned video over to law enforcement, Germina Fuentes and Alma Juarez, both of San Luis, were charged for one count each of ballot abuse. Both cases are still going through the court system. So far, no other people have been charged or convicted. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. This is a show that is dedicated to truth, reality, and facts. Oftentimes, facts are deeply inconvenient to the narrative. The narrative. The next thing, the current thing, the distraction thing, they don't want you to see reality around you and the reality that persists and is evident if you open your eyes and see and even the corporate media is forced to report on today is that ballot fraud happened. In Arizona, let's focus in on this case alone and go through the details. And again, I want to warn you, I read to you not from Breitbart.com. I read to you not from Drudge Report. I don't read to you from the Gateway Pundit, even though there's nothing wrong with them. I don't read to you from the Daily Wire. This isn't an article even from FoxNews.com. This isn't an article from Newsmax. Ladies and gentlemen, I read to you from the Associated Press. That's right. This is the AP, official Newswire article. So let it be known that when you hear the headline on the show and see on your screen right now for you and all the world to observe and read with me that records show coordinated Arizona ballot collection scheme by well-known Democrat operative, that ballot collection scheme that was coordinated by multiple Democrats that are now facing indictment in Arizona... That happened and it is now being reported out and the AP is getting ahead of this story because people are going to most likely go to prison for coordinated ballot trafficking, harvesting, paying of ballots, and yes, filling out ballots. This is how it works, ladies and gentlemen, and I begin. The Arizona woman indicted in 2020 on accusations of illegally collecting ballots apparently ran a sophisticated operation using her status as a well-known Democrat, operative in the border city of San Luis to persuade voters to let her gather their ballots and fill them out. These records are legal records. They're charging documents. These people are indicted and the Associated Press has reviewed those charging documents. Guermina Fuentes is her name. She's 66 years old and a second woman. They haven't identified the second woman. So multiple Democrat operatives indicted for December 2020, counts of ballot abuse, a practice commonly known as ballot harvesting. Also, ballot forgery, conspiracy, and additional ballot abuse charges are were added last October. Forgive me, correction there. Fuentes is a former San Luis mayor. Can you believe this? The mayor of the town. She's the mayor of the city engaging in systematic ballot abuse. We're focusing in on this case right here, and we're going to pull back in a moment and show you what else is happening around the country. San Luis mayor, who serves as an elected board member of the elementary school, just in case you were wondering where this woman comes from, she's not a member of a cartel organization. She's not a member of some type of nefarious criminal enterprise. She's the town's mayor. She's the highest elected she was. She's the former mayor. I want to be correct on that. But she is pleading now guilty to try and reduce her charges. And her co-defendant is awaiting sentencing as well. Fuentes is accused of collecting ballots during the 2020 primary election in violation of a law. The law in Arizona is that only a caregiver can do this. Her attorney hasn't responded to comments from the AP, but the records show that she had dozens of ballots that were linked to Fuentes that she may have filled out herself or that she may have paid for, gone to the person's house and paid for their ballot to fill it out. That's what they're going to litigate in court. It's a heavily Mexican American community. The alleged illegal ballot collection by Fuentes and her codependent. dependent co-defendant happened in plain sight outside of the Cultural Center in San Luis on the day of the primary elections. This is what they have as evidence. They had a card table set up. This is real. Again, I read to you from the Associated Press. Hardly a right-wing outlet. They had a card table set up by the supporters of the state city council candidates, and they would engage people who were coming in to drop off their ballots and they would take those ballots and then they would mark those ballots for them. This is all on film. The ballots were then taken inside and put into the ballot drop box. It was videotaped in the middle of the day by a write-in candidate for that same election and the Yuma County Sheriff was alerted The investigation was launched that day and 50 ballots were checked for fingerprints. These were inconclusive. The reason this is is because it's just very difficult to find conclusive. It's just very difficult to find conclusive. Talk to anyone who does fingerprinting in law enforcement and they'll tell you like this is not a science. Fuentes is charged with the actions that appear on the videotape, but there's more, much more. Investigators believe that this effort went further. The attorney general's office is investigating. The investigator, William Cuth, wrote in his report that there is evidence suggesting that Fuentes actively canvassed neighborhoods and collected ballots and paid for them. Collecting ballots in this manner was a common get-out-the-vote tactic before Arizona passed a 2016 law making it illegal, making ballot harvesting illegal for this exact reason, the abuse. Paying for ballots, of course, has never been legal and is illegal in all 50 states. There is no sign that she or anyone else in Yuma County collected ballots in the general election. The attorney's general's office is still looking into that. This is where it gets interesting, ladies and gentlemen, because here is where the buried bombshell may be and tread lightly. The Arizona Republic, which is a local Arizona paper, is reporting that there were search warrants served for nonprofits in San Luis. The group's executive director is the chair of the Yuma County Board of Supervisors, and the warrant sought cell phones of the San Luis councilwoman who may have been involved in the illegal ballot collection. What may happen to these people? Ballot abuse is a felony that carries a possible sentence of up to two years in prison and a $150,000 fine per count of abuse. Step back and look at this woman on tape. Filling out 15, 20, 50 ballots. She may go to prison for the rest of her life. She may be fined into oblivion. Let it be a warning sign that election fraud does happen and that it is being prosecuted. Most importantly, however, in this article is the looking into of the nonprofits who, according to the Arizona Republic and the investigators, was assisting in the ballot harvesting and collection along with the city council itself. We're currently in the month of June 2022, June 6th, 1944 was the infamous D-Day landing, something that changed the history of the world. Do you know that not since that landing has the S&P 500 had a worse start to their year? Not since World War II have stocks been hammered so hard in this nation. We were at global war, before we had such a plunge in the stock market. Amazon down 37%, Tesla down 40%, and crypto just decimated. Now is the time, ladies and gentlemen, to start thinking about protecting what you own, what you have earned. And my recommendation is to consider precious metals. And the only company to do that with is Birch Gold. They're the only people that I trust. They can help you convert your IRA or 401k into a gold and silver backed IRA and 401k. A precious metal is something that has retained its value for all time. So it doesn't matter if it's World Wars or if it's Joe Biden as president, this is a commodity that retains its value. I recommend Birch Gold because my family personally uses them to help diversify our finances. And I could not be happier with the service we received. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free zero obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax sheltered account. Ladies and gentlemen, make your finances Joe Biden proof. Text Benny to 989898 and go gold. You think it stops there? Ladies and gentlemen, in Los Angeles, a city council election was overturned for fraud and the incumbent was forced to give up his seat by a judge to his challenger because of election fraud. This from this week on Tuesday. Reading to you from foxnews.com. The results of a closely contested suburban Los Angeles City Council race, this was of course also a Democrat, said that it was decided by it was decided by one vote and has been overturned now and the incumbent will be replaced by his challenger following an election rigging scandal. Two-term Compton City Councilman Isaac Galvin must give up his seat so that his opponent, Andre Spicer, can take office, the Los Angeles Times has reported. The judge on Friday determined that a four-vote cast in the 2021 election were submitted by people who did not live in the district and the candidate had coordinated them to vote illegally. The June 2021 runoff between the pair saw Galvin seize a narrow lead for his election victory by four votes, but those votes have been declared invalid. Prosecutors allege that this candidate, a Democrat in California, in Los Angeles, conspired with another primary opponent to have votes from outside the council district Voters from outside the council district come in and cast ballots for him. He's also accused of trying to bribe election officials with concert tickets, according to the Times report, citing the criminal complaint. Why do we say this? Well, we say this because... And why do we cover these stories? We say this and we cover these stories because, ladies and gentlemen, there are fractures and breakings and breakdowns that happen with these localized election and with these illegal practices. And they must be stopped. The purpose of an American democracy and an American republic is ruled by the people. And the people must trust the systems of rule. And that goes for both parties. North Carolina operative indicted in ballot fraud scandal that led to new house election. This is a member of Congress, a Republican who was ripped from office because of ballot fraud. This according to Vox.com. North Carolina state investigators laid out in detail last week an unlawful and coordinated well-funded plot to tamper with absentee ballots in the U.S. House election that remains uncalled more than three months after election day, finally bringing clarity to one of the most bizarre election scandals in recent memory. The state election board, after hearing four days of evidence, indicated that fraud in an attempt to conceal the scheme from state investigators voted in order to have a new election Republican candidate Mark Harris has announced he will not run in the upcoming campaign, A local political operative contacted by Harris campaign, whose activities were at the center of the investigation, has been indicted on three counts of obstruction of justice, two counts of conspiracy to commit obstruction of justice, two counts of possessing an absentee ballot in violation of state law, according to the Wake County prosecutors. This man went and collected ballots on behalf of a Republican candidate in North Carolina, and then... Illegally filled them out and voted. The race was called with less than a thousand votes. And under state law, the board has the right to call a new election if the basic fairness of the election was tainted. It didn't matter whether the number of votes in dispute would have been enough to swing the outcome. So there's going to be a new primary election. Here we are. Both sides. You got to call balls and strikes. You got to chop wood, man. And you got to say, hey, listen, this is a breakdown in the security of our election. We've said it for a very long time, man. Same day voting, paper ballots, stack them up. I'm a Republican. I'm a conservative. I've been a Republican and a conservative for my entire adult life. I'm 36 years old. Do you think I haven't dealt with some pretty crushing election (laughs) losses? Anyone who's a Republican is like, hey, we can deal with it. Guys, we went through Mitt Romney and John McCain. (laughs) come on, man. Seriously, like going to the rhino exhibit at the zoo. We know what it's like to have bitter defeats on election nights. We get it. Not a big deal. Just do it fairly. Stack the ballots. Have the process be visible. Have same day voting like they do in France, like they do in Europe have voter ID. Voter ID laws in Georgia led to the highest turnout in state history this last cycle. These are highly popular rules. And as we have demonstrated with just three stories in three different states with both parties, there can be fraud. And so we have to make sure that the elections are fair and it has nothing to do with outcomes. It has everything to do with process. And most importantly, as we talk about often on the show, keeping the country together. Because the country has to be able to sit back and say, all right, there's there's the result and we move on now. Ain't a single person I've ever heard in my life who's against these rules. Same day voting, paper ballots, Voter ID. And then let's lock them and block them. See who wins. But these kind of situations are occurring. And they're occurring now. This is I mean, these are these are articles from just this week. Remember this last month when Elon Musk announced that he would be turning Twitter into a free speech company and that speech would be legal on the platform once more? Remember the demon screams from the left as they writhed and ripped their garments because there would be a place where conservatives might speak freely? Well, that's because the left knows that censorship and destroying conservative thoughts and ripping conservative websites down from the internet is one of their most powerful tools. It always is for the communists. That's why we host BennyJohnson.com and this show through RightForge. RightForge is the only internet server company that allows for free speech and will protect American virtues like freedom of association and thought. Right Forge is the internet server company that protects the American internet and they are building their new internet right now. I totally recommend that you take your company and your products online over to Right Forge at rightforge.com. Rightforge.com, the real American internet. You can't have a country. You can't have a country if people do not trust the institutions that we all share. And so we got to focus in on this. Got to focus in. Pundits declare Johnny Depp's victory over Amber Heard means Me Too is officially over. <laughs> okay. Speaking of things that we can all agree on, all right? Speaking of things that we can all agree on. One, the illegal Arizona ballot trafficker, Fuentes in Arizona, should go to prison for her crimes, and two, Amber Heard should pay up. So what was the situation here? I mean, we haven't really covered this story, but I think it's worth, like, we just wanted to talk about it for a moment here to say that the reason this entire event happened, and this is our first time even covering Amber Heard and Johnny Depp on this show, We're not big time celebrity news people. We do hard news on this program and important election news. The reason why this is important is because the Washington Post published an article co-written by the ACLU in order to slander and defame, which has now been proven, defame Johnny Depp, hurt his career, destroyed his capacity to be in movies for a period of time, wrecked his relationship with Disney, for instance. How funny, you know, ironic, quite frankly, based on the turn that Disney's made, real family-friendly company. But here we have a trial that was ruled in Johnny Depp's favor after I think like months, two months, three months of this back and forth. And now she has to pay him 15 million bucks. Because Johnny Depp proved that what she wrote about him at the height of the Me Too insanity and the height of the say anything for power, believe all women, insanity, believe all women. Have you ever heard anything like more degradating to the rule of law in this country? This is just an insane period of time that we've lived through. But Johnny Depp had the resources, thank God, to fight back against fake news. I'd like for him to go sue the Washington Post and the ACLU after this, but after reading through and seeing sort of what happened in this trial, it's become evident that what this was, was Johnny Depp suing fake news. It had less to do with Amber Heard and their personal relationship and more to do with the fact that she went to the Washington Post and was allowed in the Believe All Women era to publish anything she wanted without any type of political or journalistic rigor applied to what she was writing. Just publish, just splatter, whatever you want, whatever defamatory. And we can say that now because it is proven defamatory. She has to pay 15 million bucks. Amber Heard's attorney says she doesn't have 15 million bucks. So what's going to happen? Well, what's going to happen is hopefully there will be a increase perhaps in the journalistic rigors of these organizations as they have been sued by the man who ran the laptop repair shop and found hunter biden's laptop multiple political outlets have had to settle with this dude and nick sandman sued the washington post and cnn they had to settle with nick sandman because instead of journalism it's just rushing to slander and smear and get the click No, no. Breitbart writes Johnny Depp's victory in his defamation suit against his ex-wife, Andrew Heard, has the media pundits and other commentators declaring that this is the end of the reign of terror known as the Me Too movement, which for years elevated accusations over due process and replaced trial by jury with trial by media. Nailed it. Correct. On Wednesday, a jury vindicated Hollywood star Johnny Depp, declaring Andrew Heard defamed him in an op-ed in the Washington Post. In which she claimed to be a victim of spousal abuse. The jury awarded Depp 15 million bucks in damages. The verdict was launched. The verdict has launched a number of obituaries for the Me Too movement with commentators declaring that the era of believing all women is officially over. Depp won in the court of public opinion and in the court of law. Pirates of the Caribbean, the end of Me Too, quipped Rich Zinoli, a host on Philadelphia's Talk Radio 1210. Me too has been used as a weapon, and finally women are learning that they will be held liable for false statements in, against innocent men, tweeted commentator Carmine Saba. Well, yes, and good, and finally, and thank you, because the rule of law is supposed to apply to all of us. Even Me Too movement supporters are acknowledging the damage that Amber Heard has done to their movement. Clearly, this sets women back decades and erodes the progress that we made with the Me Too movement. This will have a chilling effect on abused women. Well, okay, but you're a little late to the party here because we all remember Christine Blasey Ford. And if you want to take even a step back to the nomination of Clarence Thomas... Well, then, Anita Hill, you may remember. These are both allegations that have absolutely no provable evidence against two sitting Supreme Court justices. This was before the Me Too movement. These women are liars. They should be investigated by the Justice Department. And they should be able to be sued by Kavanaugh or Thomas. We hope that happens but we won't hold our breath. If you're looking to set back the process, if you're looking to bring forward your Me Too movement, then perhaps vet your allegations against these men. The next story is a tough one, and I got to tell you, if you like family values, you may not, you want to turn the uh, volume down a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hunter Biden porn history, not great. promise you we won't show you any images here, but we will tell you the truth. And the truth is that Hunter Biden is an addict. He has an addiction problem. His addiction goes from cocaine to pornography to tax fraud to getting bags of cash from America's enemies around the globe including Russia and China, various oligarchs in Ukraine. But his addictions also include texting his father pornography links, this according to the Daily Mail. Hunter Biden's internet search history from March of 2019 reveals his obsession with porn and a penchant for filming himself having sex with prostitutes. The president's son, who dated his late brother's wife, Haley. Oh, come on, man. You dated the wife of your dead brother? Repeatedly searched Pornhub for titles involving lonely widows as well as 18 and 19-year-old girls. Of the 281 websites found in his search history over six days, 98 were pornographic, the Daily Mail can reveal. Hunter Biden, 52, had paid Pornhub premiere account for his ability to upload amateur pornography that he made himself. But he was careful not to show his own face. Well done, Hunter, I guess. Remember, this is the guy that Joe Biden said is the smartest guy I know. Do you remember this remarkable moment from the confirmation hearing of Ketanji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court? Senator Marsha Blackburn asked her a question that left the judge's jaw on the floor. Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Not in this context, I'm not a biologist. Why is it so difficult for hardened leftists to answer that question? What is a woman? Can a man get pregnant? Do ladies have beards? Well, I know someone with a beard who's not a lady. He's a man, and that man's name is Matt Walsh. He works for the Daily Wire, and he has a brand new documentary out entitled What is a Woman? Where he travels the world and asks the so-called experts in the field the simple question, define a woman. Their strange and twisted answers reveal something incredibly dark, which is that radical gender ideology is a blatant attempt by the far left to sink the true meaning of woman into oblivion. As a Christian, as a father of two daughters, I gotta say, this was a profound insight into exactly what world they wish to create for my kids, and it makes me want to fight even harder. I laughed, I cried, And I really learned something about the world around me. Go now to dailywire.com backslash Benny to watch this bombshell documentary asking the greatest question of our generation. What is a woman? Well, Joe Biden would know, I guess, about his porn habits because texts show that Hunter Biden sent Pornhub links to somebody known as Dad in his contact book. On October 22nd of 2018. Do you share porn links with your father? Is your father the one saying on his inauguration day he's going to restore the soul of America? Holy crap. I mean, guys, this family is all types of messed up. I mean, this family is so whack. The search history is a visit to an article about his sister, Ashley Biden's partying and arrest history, as well as repeated Google searches of himself. So between searching about his own name and searching pornography and sending those porn links to the sitting president, Joe Biden, his dad, and his hunter, you know, some dads and their kids share a toss of the football. Some dads and their kids share I don't know, a movie, going to go see Top Gun Maverick together. The way you show love in the Biden family is you share porn links with each other, I guess. Again, restoring the soul of America. This is what the Biden family is all about. Restoring the soul of this country would actually take a critical look at the things that are ripping this country apart. We were really thrilled to see that our friends over the Daily Wire, Matt Walsh, is doing just that, a critical look at identity politics, and specifically sexual identity politics in the transgender movement, in the sexual identity movement. We watched What is a Woman yesterday, and it blew our minds. Matt Walsh went to like 50 different locations around the country, talked to a ton of experts, and had them utterly befuddled, walked through the Women's March, and was... Assaulted at the women's march for asking what is a woman the members of Congress he spoke with stormed out of his meetings with them I don't want to spoil the whole thing but it was just great the comment made to this member of Congress I think he's from California I can't remember his name was something along the lines of why do women with penises keep thinking that they can't be women, or something along those lines. The congressman, like, like essentially staggered and couldn't answer for two minutes straight and then then walked out, ripped off his mic, and walked out. It's it's a thing of beauty. This movie, we highly recommend. And the reason why is because truth, ladies and gentlemen, is so simple. You just just have to ask basic, simple questions biological questions, and then the answers are self-evident, right? So what is a woman, an adult human female? You know, you can go down to the chromosomes, I guess, if you want to be an archaeologist, and those will tell you, too, what a female is. Male, female, XY, XX. Pretty simple, but the left utterly... staggered at this question from Matt Walsh and it just rips the bark off the entire movement. It was really, really comical. It was funny. I wasn't expecting to laugh so much. Highly recommend you head over to the Daily Wire and check it out. We have a trailer for the movie and I mean, it does it justice. It's hilarious. Check it out. What is a woman? Can you tell me that? (laughs) Well, you're at the Women's March, you must have some idea. A woman is not anything in particular. There is not one particular thing. Some women have penises, right? Some men have vaginas. And so they go on the internet and they're told that all their problems will be solved if they become a man. Based on what I'm saying, would you ever want to move to America? (laughs) Never. (laughs) Guys. The scene where he goes and talks with the Maasai warriors from Africa is comedy gold. It's comedy gold. So we encourage you to go check it out. You can go to Daily Wire backslash Benny to check it out. We've posted the link on our social media pages. We're really happy to be partnering with Matt. And we actually have a live interview scheduled with Matt later today. We will be going live with Matt Walsh and talking about it right here on this platform. (laughs) Expect a lot of people to be pissed off. Matt Walsh joining us uh, later today at 8 o'clock for a live interview on what is a woman and this incredible journey that he went through to make what I believe is probably the best political documentary I've ever seen. Ladies and gentlemen, we love discussing the news of the day on this channel. If you're not already subscribed, if you're not already following this page, please do. We do these shows for free. We don't don't ask for anything. We just want to talk truth with you all and build a community of truth tellers who want a new and better America, a new and better world where these diseased, broken practices can be revealed, laid bare. And that we can really have an honest discussion about Fuentes. Guillamena Fuentes, 66. The ballot trafficker who had a coordinated collection scheme in Arizona. We need to be able to talk about these problems. Because if we can't talk about them, then we can't solve them. Or the Los Angeles city councilman who had his election overturned via fraud or the North Carolina member of Congress who had his election overturned via fraud. Got to solve these problems. we got to live in a country with shared rules and with shared standards. And that means that Johnny Depp should get 15 million bucks because Johnny Depp, just like the rest of us, shouldn't be allowed to be defamed just because the political movement and hysteria of the moment says defame all men and every man who's ever wronged me, I can just go and savage in the Washington Post. No, you can't. And God bless Johnny Depp, actually, for coming down like a ton of bricks on this. Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow, this won't be the last you see of me. I can't wait. I I bet Disney does another movie with Johnny Depp. And we got to talk about how creepy the Biden family is. Hunter Biden's porn searches, man. Not good. Not a great family. Not a great family. Not restoring any soul of America, the Bidens. Bad people. Bad character. And character counts. That's why on this show, we have our priorities straight. God, family, country. We were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. That's why we're here. That's why we're building this movement. Please follow the page, click like, share this video, and be a part of this great, wonderful American Renaissance, American renewal, and American revival. My name is Benny Johnson, and this has been the Benny Show. See ya.